0: Hello, and welcome back to The Princess and the Bee. And I know if you you saw the title for this episode, you are like, Kimberly Spencer, WTF. And I'm like, I get ya. Let's take a moment of gratitude for you having the courage and the audacity to listen to this episode because I am very, very excited to share this with you. This has been one of the number one tools that has helped me and helped my clients and helps many a person in business. And you're like, but Kim, the episode is when I should stop listening to my husband. <laughs> and the reason why I chose this is because I've seen a lot of entrepreneurs especially get tripped up because they listen to their spouse who lovingly, and it doesn't necessarily mean it's your spouse. It can be your spouse. It can be a parent. It can be whatever. But if they're not an entrepreneur, if they're an employee, if they have a job, there is a very, very different mindset that goes into being an entrepreneur, growing and scaling a company, and being an employee of a company and having a job. And having a steady paycheck, or even if your paycheck is not steady, being an employee is still being an employee. And so that is why I titled this episode. So, first of all, congratulations on having the courage and the audacity and the boldness and the curiosity to explore this with me. And second of all, I have to say this because I do speak from the perspective of having an entrepreneur as a husband. Now, I have not always had an entrepreneur as a husband. As many of you know, I had pulled a Brittany way back when I was twenty-two, twenty-three, something like that, and I ran off with a Navy man, and it was very romantic and tumultuous, and you know, relationships in your twenties. And so I was—I ran off and eloped and got married, and I was married. Yes, but it was only for like nine months. And it was nine months of really understanding the difference of how people are raised. So if you're in the military, first of all, let me just say I fully respect you. I fully admire you for your service. And I thank you for the service that you have given to your country. Like you guys are rock stars. Most of my family on my dad's side it is military, um, which made me think, oh, this is like really intriguing um, because I have always I my parents are entrepreneurs I have grown up with entrepreneurs and I never really saw a different perspective of the perspective of a job of the different perceptions of doing what it takes like a lot of times and and this was something that I'm very grateful to my first marriage for showing me the difference because it was a, a societal wake-up call for myself Because it's a problem that I've seen that has impeded many entrepreneurs from going to the next level because they're taking advice from somebody who has not done or is not doing what they want to do. And I'm not saying that your husband has to be an entrepreneur. I'm just saying, watch the advice that you accept for your business. Because when I was 22 and in my first marriage, I was doing both freelance writing, which is, as you know, um, it's freelance. And so it's not a steady paycheck. I have never had a steady, I had, okay, fine, scratch that. For two months, I worked as an employee in a smoothie shop and I hated it. Like hated it. Not to say that being an employee in a smoothie shop is any sort of bad or good or thing. It's just, it wasn't for me. I dreamed bigger dreams than picking at ice and filling people smoothies all day. I did get to meet some very lovely people. I met Glenn Ballard, which was really cool. Um, At the same time, like, I have never operated with getting a steady paycheck. I have never had that. Like, even when I was an employee back in 2015 for, um, for a company, I was technically an employee. I still didn't have a set amount of hours that I had, quote unquote, had to work. Like I wasn't didn't have a six hour work day or eight hour workday. Um, I wouldn't if I didn't have clients, I wasn't getting paid. So there is there is that and that is the, the thing that comes with being an employee. I know with some service based entrepreneurs they you can like massage therapists, you can go work in a place and they may you may or may not get paid for those hours that you don't have clients if you are there, depending upon the work situation. Starbucks with a broken straw. Have uh, you heard that slurp? <laughs> I'm not getting a little slurpy. But it was a wake-up call in my first marriage of recognizing not everybody thinks in the way that I do. Like, I have grown up in, in a background of watching my parents go from broke as a joke, like could not afford, like my clothes were all Kmart to owning and operating a multi-million dollar business and doing that with my dad being an addict the whole time. Like that's pretty phenomenal. Um, what he was able to accomplish and what he and my mom have been able to do at the same time. Um, um, I watched the hustle. I watched how they would go out and if there was no work coming in like we weren't going to the smokehouse for brunch, like if they had a slow week, we weren't going out to nice restaurants. Like if they had a like if and and that was that was my whole childhood growing up. So I saw the value of doing the work. I saw the value of the hustle. I saw the value. I saw my my mom to this day. She's still thrives on being busy she thrives on and now I'm not saying that busy is always being effective but she still thrives in doing the work because it's that it's that entrepreneur go get them you do the work you put the work out there you reap the results like when you have a job you go to your job and you get paid for the work that you do and yes, you can climb the corporate ladder, and yes, you can climb the, the ranks as as my ex was doing, um, but it's still a job. And when the work is over, when the job is done, more than likely, the job is done. Like, you're not taking it home with you. Well, it was very interesting in that relationship where he would see me. Um, we never lived together, but we're and for various reasons, because I married him right before he deployed. So we never lived together. And then by the time he came back, I was like, no, this is not going to work out. But we were together for about nine months. And so when we were dating, even he was surprised um, that I would still be working. Like I would still be answering emails. I would still be going at 10 o'clock at night to drop off a, a draft of a screenplay that I had just written to my producers like I would he was surprised that I would be you know replying to my clients text to like to book the next day and like I didn't necessarily if a client canceled like I had a 6 a.m. opening I would try to fill that so it was he saw he and it was such an interesting perspective for me cuz i had never seen anyone not see the 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 hustle because as much as you can do i'm not about busy hustle i'm not about um doing the 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 nonsense work but the needle moving work the stuff that financially moves you forward the stuff that's also not only financially but purpose fueled work the stuff that leads you more in the direction of your purpose like that stuff those are the needle moving things and those are the things those are those are the things that there is hustle there is discipline it's not necessarily hustle all the time all day all night da, 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 got to get you know make my money like it is aligned hustle it is full alignment in saying this is a goal that i'm going for it means so much to me to, to to go for this and to serve in this way and to help. Like, I want to fill that 6 a.m. spot. I want to fill that last coaching uh, spot that I have. I want to fill that program. I want to respond to these people because I know that I'm being of service to them. I want to put that screenplay out into the world because I want that story to be of service to the people who watch it. Like, it is coming from that place of alignment and hustle. But if you're married to somebody or if you are come from a family who are traditional employees, that is not necessarily the mindset that they're operating in. That is not necessarily the, the mindset that they are shifting. And so when you talk about scaling, when you talk about growing your business, I highly recommend you find people that are doing the thing that you want to be doing that is why I have mentors that is why I have friendships and masterminds with other people who are doing the same thing like I don't talk like I I have friends who are not entrepreneurs I don't talk about business with them because they don't come from that place of experiential advice And I will take somebody's experience over their book knowledge any day. Because when you've been in the trenches, when you understand what it's like, it's the experience, you can conceptualize about growing a business. You can conceptualize about um, business theory and entrepreneurship theory. And you can talk about it all day long. But unless you're doing the work and putting into practice... And have that experiential learning. Then is that a person that you should talk to? It's like t- it's, it's it's the same as if you were married and you're going to your single girlfriends for advice on how to how to improve your marriage. Like if they aren't in relationships, it's silly. Like we wouldn't do that with our girlfriends. Like you don't go to your to, to somebody who doesn't have children And then say, oh my gosh, give me your best parenting advice. They'll give you the advice that they maybe learned or saw from their parents. But that's not necessarily them being in the trenches of knowing what it's like to wake up at 4 a.m. with a screaming baby who just cannot go to sleep for another two hours. And it doesn't come from having the experience of having to leave your home for a for a quick meeting and have your child scream for you right before you leave and the heartstrings of what that takes to be able to say this meeting right now is more important than this than these needs at this moment now obviously if my child was hurting in some way but he was just hurting on an emotional level but so often it's we do the we do a different dance when it comes to our own businesses where we look to other people. And this is the number one thing that I see solopreneurs get tripped up on is they look to, they get advice from their mom or their or their spouse or their brother or sister or their best friend on how to run a business when their mom or their, their spouse or their best friend is not running a business, where they're not going after and, and where they're not building the systems, where they're not organizing a team, where they're not, um, where they're not Scaling where they're not doing that ex that work that experiential work. So, the thing is, the thing that I ask you is, who are you seeking advice from? Who are you seeking counsel from? Like, I seek counsel from my mom because she's a mompreneur. <laughs> like, I have grown up with a mompreneur. Like, I seek counsel from my coach because my coach is. Is an entrepreneur. I seek counsel from people who are <clears throat> uh, who are in the the entrepreneurial hustle, who are in the the entrepreneur game because they're in the same game. And ideally, I seek pe- it from people that are doing better than me. Because I want to get to where they are. Look at who you are seeking counsel from. Like my husband is also an entrepreneur. My, my forever husband's Spike, He is an entrepreneur. I seek counsel from him. He sees me day in and day out in my business and I see him day in and day out in his businesses. So we are able to share those ideas and counsel each other from that perspective of understanding and seeing where and understanding and appreciating the work that's going into it. Sometimes the people that we seek advice from, while they have our best interests in, at heart, They also just don't want to see us hurt. And so that's why sometimes if you're going for your dream, if you're going for your big purpose, if you're going for your big goal, yes, I say tell everyone. Like share your dream from the top of the rooftops. And also don't invite the people to the top of the rooftops to have counsel with you on how to build your dream if they are not actively doing the same themselves. If they are comfortable staying in their steady job with their steady paycheck, then those are not the people to seek counsel from. Find other mentors, find other coaches, find other masterminds, find other people that are doing the thing that you want to do, and then go after that with full gusto. So... If this episode resonated with you and if you are a badass leader who wants to step into their power and who may not be in the space to jump into private coaching at this moment, especially if you're in the beginning stages of your business, then I invite you to join me inside The Princess Process. The Princess Process is a month-to-month membership. It is my lowest cost membership and it is the easiest way with no commitment and no high fees to work with me. You get at least two group coaching calls with me per month so that you can gain the traction in your business and start moving it forward. If if, if you are ready to step into those next steps of what it's going to take to get you to the six figure and beyond mark, let's work together inside the Prince's Process Let's dive in. Let's build your entrepreneur mindset. Let's build your skill set and enhance it and refine it so that you are operating in the right role as the leader of your business. And that's one of the number one problems that I see with my entrepreneur clients is they're operating in the wrong role or they're doing all the roles. And many of those roles are not the best at (laughs) Um, like I am not the best at admin work and organizational back end work I delegate that shit to my team and it took me a hot minute to recognize that but now I own that because I know where my genius zone is and my question to you is do you if you are operating in the wrong role that is one of the biggest trip ups and yet so often so many entrepreneurs are we will get you the systems what are the systems that you need to have to onboard clients what repeatable processes can you have in place to onboard team what can you delegate to team where do you find team like who do you who can you have on your team we go into branding. How are you living in congruence with your brand? Are you walking out with the confidence knowing that you are an extension and the spokesperson of your business? And how do you market that? We dive into marketing and the systems and the tools and the strategies that you can can have to build a brand of influence, to build a brand that and a business that you absolutely are 100% obsessed with. And then we get you selling. We get you selling with the skills of influence. We get your money mindset aligned so that you are loving bringing in some high dollar cash flow. Uh, We get your We get your sales strategies and persuasion and influence skills refined so that you are operating and selling from a place of service and love. And you can do that for a $29 program or a $5 product, or you can do that for a $10,000 coaching package, whatever it is that you desire. It is real and it is available to you. It's up to you to make the investment in yourself and surround yourself with people who are doing the same, who are in a growth mindset, who are working to become the leaders in their field, who are working to grow into that that space where they have are operating with more passion and more vision and more purpose. And that is what the princess process is for. It is for you to align and gain traction in your business and start moving that ship forward so you don't go through like the Two years of struggle that I went through when I first started, like you are able to skyrocket and grow and learn from all of my mistakes as well, (laughs) which I'm fully transparent about every single one of them. So, If you love this episode, if the princess process feels right for you, then there is a link in the description to join. If you love this episode, please, please, please share it with your friends and share it with me in your stories. Take a screenshot of it and share it with me in your stories on Instagram. Tell me what your top takeaway was. I love hearing from you. I love getting your insights. I love getting your feedback. And I am so grateful that you listen to this podcast and that you have been sharing this with your your tribe and with your people and with your kingdom and, and all the things. And I am so grateful for you. Thank you so much, and remember, your reign is now.